Okay, hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie, the Death by Bungie podcast. Again, the podcast here, they're going to have some topics that I don't normally cover in the YouTube channel. This is where I'm going to discuss my views on conservation, my views on certain controversial or just up, up and coming more newer, more provocative topics within the hunting industry, whether it's specifically crossbow related or otherwise. But I'm going to share a lot of that information here in the podcast. You can respond on deathbybungie.com by leaving me a voicemail if you like or don't like what I have to say. Give me your thoughts in there, and perhaps I'll share them in an upcoming podcast. You can also send me an email there, or of course you can contact me on one of the Facebook pages, either the Facebook page uh, for Death by Bungie or the Death by Bungie group Facebook page. Either way, you would be able to contact me on there. In this Talking with Bungie podcast, I want to refer to a letter to the editor. I'm just sort of going to pick apart the Pennsylvania Outdoor News, January 3rd, 2020 issue of Pennsylvania Outdoor News. And this one's going to be where I'm picking on the Pennsylvania Game Commission. Now, overall, I'll be honest with you, I like almost everything the Pennsylvania Game Commission has been doing, at least during the last 10 years when I've been hunting with a crossbow. Legalize the crossbow in all seasons. I can hunt big game with a crossbow at any time that you can hunt big game. I can use a crossbow for it. Fantastic. Buy an archery stamp, you can hunt with a crossbow. Can't ask for more than that. That's perfect. Pennsylvania, the Game Commission, has worked hard to keep the license fees down. People complain about this a little bit, but in reality, uh, it's one of the cheapest in the the nation. I really can't complain about that. For $6.90, I think, I get to shoot a doe. I do complain a little bit about the, the bag limits here, the number of tags that we get. For example, in, you can only shoot one buck in Pennsylvania. Um, I rarely even shoot a buck in Pennsylvania because I don't find the bucks that I'm after necessarily during the season. So there's always that challenge. But that's more my fault as a hunter and my shortcomings as a hunter than it is the game commission. I'm not going to blame them about me not being able to kill a deer. That doesn't make much sense. There's plenty of deer in Pennsylvania. But I think that part of my complaint is you kind of have to beg them to get doe tags. Um, and like I got three doe tags this year, still only killed one doe. That's fine. But when I go just a few hours away to Maryland and hunt, I can shoot three bucks and 15 does or unlimited does depending on the year. And they have these very generous bag limits. In, in, in that state and in a lot of other states. It does make other states more attractive. But despite that, I still love my home state, still love the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, still happy to hunt here, and I'm content with one buck. Like I said, I don't even always kill a buck. I didn't rarely even fill all of my doe tags, but I travel every year to Maryland and hunt as well. But the article, excuse me, the letter to the editor, that caught my eye on here, because um, man, I was reading through this issue, and this letter to the editor is short, brief, but it really hits it right on the head. It hits the nail right on the head. And it's on page 17 of that January 3rd, 2020 issue of Pennsylvania Outdoor News. Title of the letter to the editor is, Please Quit Changing Everything for Us. When is the Game Commission going to let things rest a bit? I'm tired of all the changes over the last 20 years, starting with deer herd reduction. The decrease in hunters has now brought upon us more crap like the Saturday after Thanksgiving new first day of deer season 
this will bring a lot more young hunters into the field. What a joke. It's not going to happen. Now we are trying to get a few days for Sunday hunting. Why? Before the game commissioner start changing, started changing everything, hunting seasons were set year to year. People made plans for vacation in deer season, and the doe tags were county by county. This system worked well for 50 years or so. Then the scientific eggheads got power and screwed it all up. Let things alone and let us go hunt. Quit trying to think things out so much and let common sense prevail for a change. Bill Briggs, Grove City, Pennsylvania. I agree with a lot of what he said here. And I'm now <clears throat> I caution you a little bit. Anybody's going to try and tell you that let's go back the way it was 50 years ago or let's go back the way it was 20 years ago or 30, 40 years ago. I think we're in a great era of, of hunting, in my opinion. When I hunted when I was a kid, didn't see nearly as many deer as I do now. Total style change in hunting for me. I hunted with a rifle back then. I'm only crossbow hunting now. and But I wouldn't go back to the old days for a million dollars. Well, I would for a million dollars, but I wouldn't go back. I, I would choose today's methods, today's deer herd numbers, today's ratio of buck to doe and big bucks and all that stuff. I would take today over history any day of the week. That is not to say that I'm not in agreement with a lot of the points in the letter, which is the bulk of the letter, which is quit changing stuff, right? On the same page is the thing about ideas on Sunday, Sunday hunting days, Pennsylvania, for those of you who don't, who don't know, recently our legislature, and this is not the game commission's fault, the fact that we can't hunt on Sunday. They can only authorize Sunday hunting to the extent that the legislature authorizes them to. The, the legislature, unfortunately, has representatives from Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg and a lot of people who just are anti-hunting and they will not go along with it typically. So it's hard for the legislature to get around to agreeing with Sunday hunting and authorizing the game commission to make that happen. But they finally did get around to giving us three days, one of which they put on, uh, they're going to put in rifle, one of which they're going to definitely put in archery. And there's some talk in here in this same article about possibly making the additional day available for Sunday hunting during the bear season. So that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I don't know that I disagree with any of that. I think that's great. It's a step in the right direction. I'd, I'd like to have Sunday hunting across the board. I don't see why... They got any business telling me what I do on Sunday, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Pennsylvania, um, you can't buy a car on Sundays. Did you know that? Isn't that crazy? Can't hunt on Sundays either. Well, there's some exceptions, but we're getting there. We'll see what happens with that. But here's my problem. The gist of that letter, letter going back to that letter, letter says, quit changing stuff, right? This is something that Ted Nugent has talked about not too long ago, and he's right on this, of course that it's these constant changes, this confusion, it's only turning people away. It is only turning people away. Read something recently or heard about it on a podcast recently. Some guy shot a record buck, just giant buck to be proud of, but wasn't wearing camo or he's wearing camo in a place where, and on a date where he should have been wearing orange and they were talking about taking the deer away from him and everything else. That is BS. If you're making your laws so complex that it, you got to be a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. That's what I do for a living. And if I'm having trouble 
figuring out, and I don't even comment half the time. People ask me, can I do this? Can I do that? You got to check with your, I'm not taking responsibility for giving people advice on this stuff. You got to check for yourself because frankly, I don't always know 100% what the answer is and I've got to figure it out for myself and my circumstances. And the last thing I want to do is stick my neck out and give somebody the wrong advice and, and hear about that later. So that, that really bothers me, right? But when I'm looking at this thing, this article really hit home with me because throughout this ep- this issue of Pennsylvania Outdoor News, there's all kinds of changes proposed right on the front page. The front page. Buck doe seasons may be returning. We're talking about why are we doing this? There's deer all over the place in Pennsylvania. No shortage of deer. The herd is doing very well. There's deer all over the place. Every time, I mean, we hit in Pennsylvania, 144,000 deer a year, somewhere between 100 and 150, 120 and 150,000 deer a year. But the year before last, I think it was 144,000 deer were hit on the roads here in Pennsylvania. 144,000 deer. There's no shortage of deer, despite the fact that 144,000 deer were hit on the roads. Hunters in Pennsylvania still killed hundreds of thousands of deer during the, the during the hunting seasons. There's no shortage of deer. And then the next year, we still killed hundreds of thousands of deer as hunters and over 100,000 on the road. There's deer all over the place. We don't even get really generous bag limits. So the fact that I can't kill that many deer... Um, Keeps them in check, right? It leaves them around for next year. So, and, and the the size of the antlers on bucks in Pennsylvania has gone up with the antler point restrictions. I have seen bucks that neighbors have killed. I've got them on cameras. The bucks being killed in Pennsylvania today, nothing like when I was growing up. When I was growing up, it was a rarity to see a two-year-old buck. And now I got people passing on three-year-old bucks. I got friends who pass on three-year-old bucks and shoot four- and five-year-old bucks um, with some consistency. I'm not in that category yet. I'm working on that. Um, there's only so much you can do, right? You, you know, and, and the, But I think that's my shortcoming, and it's a shortcoming of the areas where I've chosen to hunt, but that's so be it. Another thing in that article, going back to a county-by-county county thing, um, why they changed it, we have these geographic lines uh, where, you know, a doe permit, he's saying in that that letter to the editor, used to be county by county. I would really like that because the Susquehanna River runs right square down the middle of my county. And one wildlife management unit where I get my doe permits is on the eastern half of that, of the county, okay, on the eastern shores of that Uh, Susquehanna River. If you go across the bridge to the western portion of Bradford County, that's a different wildlife management unit. My doe permits, if I get, let's say I get two of them in a year, typically I'll only get two of them. If I get two of them, one of them apply, you know, they're both going to apply in that same wildlife management unit where I'm likely to hunt. But if I want to go to the state game lands, that's on the other side of the county. It's across the bridge, across the river. I can't hunt a doe there because my doe permit is only valid on the other side of the river. So if I want to hunt in the day game lands, I got to plan ahead and get one 
doe permit for that half of the county, that wildlife management unit, which goes on into the next county. And then I have to get one other one there. Now, if I don't hunt in the state game lands, now I can only get one doe total because I've only got one for that area. This, I kind of like that system. Not sure why they changed back. But this really unnecessarily complicates thing, things to go back to the way we did it back when I was in high school, back in the 80s, for example, to go back to buck and doe seasons being separate. In other words, having two weeks of buck season and then a few days of doe season after it for the rifle season. It's, it doesn't need to be complicated, and I guarantee you they're going to make it different in different parts of the state. So that if you're hunting in down by Philadelphia, if you're hunting in certain areas, it's going to be different days than if you're hunting up here. It just gets unnecessarily complicated. I'm also looking now on page four of the Pennsylvania Outdoor News, this same issue. Change to allow mentored adult hunters to kill bucks. Not only do we have the complication of having youth seasons where I can't remember whether there's people with firearms in the woods with me during archery season or not, and where the fluorescent orange requirements will change because other people are choosing to hunt with, re with firearms, so that might change the fluorescent orange requirements. So I can be out of compliance for a short period of time during the middle of the archery season when I'm hunting with my crossbow. But now we're in a situation where we're allowing mentored adult hunters to kill bucks. Uh, so now, I think the way it look, works now is that a mentored youth can go out there and kill a buck during certain parts of the seasons, not during other parts of the seasons. There are youth days where it's doe only. But then a mentored adult who's a new adult hunter can't kill a buck, but now they can kill bucks. So we're just overcomplicating something that I don't know that it needs to be that much more complicated. I don't know. We move hunting forward by doing that. I think you discourage people from hunting altogether because it's going to end up in fines. It's going to end up with people being approached by the game commission and grilled by the game commission, by game wardens. It's going to end up with people fighting over social media. When you post a picture of a deer, you're going to get other people saying, you weren't supposed to shoot that deer, and it was supposed to be done this other day, and you're not wearing orange and all the other stuff. It's just going to be people on the out, on the outs. There's another article here, put Sunday hunt in the bear season. So again, we've got another Sunday day coming here that's going to change things. Now all of a sudden, you're going to be able to hunt maybe a Sunday for bear. And that is going to be something that you're going to have to keep in track, keep track of when you head a field, when you head into the woods before you go out there hunting. Now, it's real easy to say, well, it's your responsibility to know the hunting regulations, to know the hunting rules before you head into the woods. And that is absolutely true. But do those regulations need to be that complex? I don't think so. In fact, I think simple is better. I don't think wildlife management requires complex rules. I really don't. I don't think these animals have been around for millions of years. With the case of white-tailed deer, hundreds of thousands of years in their current form, in their current state, they have survived all manner of different natural disasters, man-made problems, They've been hunted almost to extinction. They have been the victims of agriculture and deforestation. And then they have been brought back 
and successfully repatriated. They're, they are a, a species that can live clear down to Mexico and all the way up into Canada. They are very adaptable, very durable, and very tough. I don't think they need really, really, really complex human-made rules in order to help them survive. I think if you look at just bag limits, types of weaponry during different seasons, and then focus on habitat improvement, you're probably going to have deer forever. I don't think that's a problem. Even in this, now they're talking about banning feeding of deer in this state. Pennsylvania allows baiting deer in certain counties, but not in most counties. And despite that, talking about banning feeding deer, which is just where the neighbor goes out there and throws some corn in the backyard in order to see some deer every evening before he goes, before it gets dark. This is what makes me lose interest in supporting the Pennsylvania Game Commission. This is the kind of stuff that just seems like the heavy-handed, busybody type of government interference that pushes me away from supporting them. And it makes me want to just go someplace else and hunt. These are the kinds of things that make me look at traveling and hunting with a favorable eye. Makes me more interested in traveling and hunting in other places. Because then I can pick and choose. If I want to go someplace that allows baiting, I go someplace that allows baiting. I'm right here in Pennsylvania with no baiting, but I can go to Maryland. I can go to Ohio, both states that border my own state, and hunt there. There's a reason I don't hunt in New York. They don't allow the crossbow throughout all of the seasons. They don't respect the crossbow the way that I insist it be respected. New York is not a friend of mine. New York is not a friend of Bungie, and I won't go there and hunt until they relent on all of that. These are just my thoughts. My thoughts on that, I think you keep it simple. You want people to keep hunting? You sure can't discourage them. Hunting, if you're, if you're brand new and you're trying to get into hunting, it is difficult enough to figure out how to come close enough to an animal to kill it and to master the equipment and get out there and get the job done. It's hard enough to do all of that, that nature... To, to live up to all of the standards that nature insists upon without having to worry about all of the standards that man is going to thrust upon you, that the government wants to thrust upon you. They have to start dialing this stuff back, making it simple so that everybody can easily understand it. That is my opinion about that. I'd love to hear your opinion. You can leave me a voicemail on deathbybungie.com. You can send me a message there as well if you prefer. Make sure you look out for us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. And until next time, all hail Bungie. <laughs>